Good morning, dear Dharma friends. Have you ever driven across the country? Like four or five or days or so with lots of driving. And you get back in the car after a rest stop on day five or four. Or <laughs> Didn't we just do this? We were just here moments ago. Well, we get another day. Another day in which we will transform greed, hatred, and ignorance into generosity, love, and compassion, and wisdom. That's pretty cool. Jim, I meant to tell you before we went on, I'm going to stay till 8. If you want to go and pick up that plenary session at the conference, please go ahead and do so. I'll stay till 8. <clears throat> I will end at 8, though. So, I persist in thinking I'm Robert Beatty. I... Um, I will be here tomorrow morning. I mean, I plan to be here. You never know. But I plan to be here Sunday morning, and then I will be not here for the next five days. Sunday afternoon, I'm headed for a retreat at the coast, dropping into silence myself for a few days. So I have a poem here by John Wellwood. John Wellwood is one of my heroes. He was um, he wrote several books about intimacy as a path to wholeness. And uh, one of my the highlights of my meeting teacher's life was I I had dinner one time at a teacher's conference with John Wellwood on my left and Joanna Macy on my right. That was a very nice time. And then we spent much of the evening together actually. So, from John Wellwood, forget about enlightenment. Sit down wherever you are and listen to the wind singing in your veins. Feel the love, the longing, the fear in your bones. Open your heart to who you are right now, not who you would like to be, not the saint you're striving to become, but the being right here before you, inside you, around you, all of you is holy. You are already more and less than whatever you can know. Breathe out. Touch in. Let go. <laughs> Forget about enlightenment. Sit down wherever you are and listen to the wind singing in your veins. Feel the love, the longing, the fear in your bones. Open your heart to who you are right now. Not who you would like to be, not the saint you are striving to become, 
But the being right here before you, inside you, around you, all of you is holy. You are already more and less than whatever you can know. Breathe out. Touch in. Let go. Forget about enlightenment. That'd be a relief, wouldn't it? Forget about enlightenment. Sit down wherever you are and listen to the wind singing in your veins. Feel the love, the longing, the fear in your bones. Open your heart to who you are right now. Not who you would like to be. Not the saint you are striving to become, but the being right here before you, inside you, around you, all of you is holy. You are already more and less than whatever you can know. Breathe out. Touch in. Let go. Everything has its beginning and ending. I take refuge in the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. I take refuge in the Buddha, the one who shows me the way in this life. Namo Buddhaya, Namo Buddhaya, Namo Buddhaya. I take refuge in the Dharma, the way of understanding and love. Namo Dharmaya, Namo Dharmaya, Namo Dharmaya. I take refuge in the Sangha, the community of mindful harmony. Namo Sangaya, Namo Sangaya, Namo Sangaya. There is a mysterious knowing (laughs) 
a mysterious awakeness. Notice how the body sits here. Notice its shape. Notice how it presses against the chair or the cushion. Notice how it breathes. And what if there is nowhere to get to? Listen to the wind singing in your veins. Open your heart to who you are right now. Not who you'd like to be. So who is it? What is it that sits here right now? Feel the life in your hands. The life in your face. Embrace the fact of breathing in and breathing out.
There is a helpful practice. <clears throat> taught by Achan Cha. It's a way of thinking about this choiceless awareness, this mystery of awareness and its objects. And in this practice, we imagine that there's a house or a room, and it has six windows. And right in the center of it, it has a chair, a comfortable chair, right where you're sitting right now. And the six windows are the eyes, the ears, the nose, the tongue, the feeling body, and the mind. And the instruction is to enter this room, take your seat, the one seat, and stay in the room. Practice what could be called, what is called, guarding the senses. And so the idea is that we stay in the one seat. And we become aware of the arising at the ear door of sounds. We become aware of the arising at the eye door of sights, at the nose smells, at the tongue tastes, at the body it's touches or proprioceptive knowing or warmth or coolness or pleasure or pain. And at the mind, at the mind door, we practice awareness of thoughts as thoughts, of emotions as emotions, memories, plans as what they are, mental phenomena. And so we take the one seat this seat right here
and we discover that some thought comes by. It's an interesting thought, attractive or repulsive. And we are out the window and down the street, gone. Until at a certain moment, There's waking up, and suddenly we're in the seat. We become so easily infatuated by thoughts, and most thoughts have I, 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 me, me, mine, mine, mine attached to them, woven through them. But we have a practice. It is the practice of mindfulness, of awakening. And we don't want to get caught in elaborate imaginations of a room and windows. That's not the point. The point is to have another metaphor for Sitting is happening right here, right now. The breath comes and goes. Each breath has its beginning, middle, and ending. Just as each thought has its beginning, middle, and ending.
we sit in the one seat. Just as we drive in the one seat and bathe in the one seat, we are always at the very center of the universe. And we have what we call a spiritual practice. It's rooted in refuge in being awake. Awake with an interest in perceiving and knowing how life actually is. And we do it in the company of our dear friends on the path. And so we sit in the one seat and the body door is remarkably alive. Everywhere we glance, everywhere the mind lands, awakens, the clothing is touching the body or there's a slight coolness on the face or the hands are warm or or there's not even really such thing as hands, there's just this vibrating, pulsing mass of life. Thoughts arise. Sometimes they're very sticky and we get pulled into them out the window. Other times it's obvious that they are thinking themselves.
As we sit in the simplicity of this moment, the Buddhist perspective might be there's no predicting what karmas will ripen as vipaka what thoughts will arise, whether the hindrances will blossom or not. So there could be wanting. Wanting, I want something. I want my breakfast, or I want, I want something to change in the world. I want, there's wanting, leaning forward toward a desire. Or there's pushing against something. I don't want. Not liking. This ache in my back or this blurriness in my vision or whatever it is. Maybe it's I don't like this restlessness or agitation. So it might be a mind that's agitated and restless. There's no need to get rid of it. The agitated and restless mind is constantly ceasing. It arises and ceases. We simply stop attaching to it or fighting it. comes to the window and disappears. There might be sloth and torpors, dullness, sleepiness. This is also no problem. It's a normal state, comes and goes. That which knows sloth and torpor is not sloth and torpor. That which knows doubt is not doubt. And so we land right here in the one seat. We are open to joy and sadness, pleasure and pain, gain and loss.
while sitting in the one seat. We can also attend to how kind we're being. What is the underlying relationship here? Is it shape up or ship out or is it I'm here with you? Perhaps it's, I'm here with you and it's okay to be exactly what you are, how you are. This of course then allows everything to manifest Simply breathing in, breathing out. It is my intention to love and accept myself. Exactly as I am in this moment. And it's quite likely that with some frequency we will encounter pain and suffering. And then we hold the intention, I aspire to hold myself. Whenever I'm hurting, no matter how I'm hurting, from the smallest dukkha of wanting a mind state to be a little different, to the dukkha of great illness or loss, it is my intention to hold myself in sweet, gentle compassion. And as I intend to do this for myself. So, with my loved ones, my friends, with people who are suffering in so many ways all around the earth, <clears throat> with beings of all kinds, I aspire to hold all beings in sweet, profound compassion.
sitting here in the one seat. Reestablish presence in the whole body from the feet to the hands, to the pelvis, to the legs, to the back and the whole torso and the fingers and hands and arms, to the face. It's all alive. Home. It is our human home. <laughs> 